Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Welcome to episode 89 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Myself, Wooly, and Steve, the Spartan Sparling in session. Hey, mates. How are you? Nathan's joining us soon. Um, I think he's out. Uh, what, would you, what would you call it? Um, what do they radio when they're on horses? <laughs> I was like, not um, rounding up horses or some shit, but he's doing something driving. in the yard. He's driving, mate. He's like rounding the herd up. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I must give a shout out before we get started to um, local company, Vert Nutrition. Yeah. Sent me some stuff. It's uh, I'll read it off the box here. So it's all recyclable. Yeah. Everything's, um, they're trying to do away with uh, single use plastics. It's called Sustainable Endurance. And uh, welcome to Vert. And then it gives you all your carbohydrate recommendations and, um, one serve of vert, which is two scoops, equals thirty grams of carbohydrates. Yeah, it's they they've given me like lemonade, maple syrup, and apple sauce. Yeah, and I've had the lemonade. I haven't tried the others yet. The lemonade was great. Is it sugary, sugary, or just nice sort of subtle flavour? Uh, uh, like I was trying to compare it to probably sort of like sort of similar to pure. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, not thick, not too it's just there. Yeah, 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 that's cool. And it's all like so he gives you the you get the when you get the kit, you get your own little plastic gel, like reusable gel thing. So you can put I think on a trail it'd be perfect because you could put about the equivalent to, you know, five or six gels in it. Yeah. And then just sip on it when you need it. It's bloody. So yeah, really... you just do it in bulk and have it as you go. There's no need yeah. just for throwing on those. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's good. So what's the what's the little flask? Is it only like a hundred mil or something, or one hundred eighty mil, like a little one? Yeah, yeah. It's like a probably like a third of the normal size that you'd put yeah. in your in your um race vest. Yeah. So I don't know how you'd go using it for. I guess you could use it for a marathon. It just mean that you'd have to put one sort of bigger um, yeah. gel in your pocket. But yeah, it definitely could do it. But for trails and that'd be perfect. Just stick it in your race belt and away you go. Yeah, definitely. So have you been using it all week or what did you use it on on some sort of run? I just used it on Saturday morning before yeah. I did my time trial. Oh yeah, okay. And um oh Nathan's logging in. And um cool. Yeah, really, really good, man. And I sometimes do have trouble with the different gels. They can spike my um sugar and that a little bit, but yeah, I was fine with these. So yeah. I'm gonna keep using it. Yeah, cool. So if you just follow the directions, it basically comes up the same thickness as, or you reckon, like pure nutrition, the gels. Yeah, yeah. Um, Billy Curtis messaged me and said, make sure you mix it with hot water. Yeah. And then refrigerate it. And oh, yeah. said if you use the hot water, it mixes better or something. And then you put it in your fridge and it was good to go in the morning. So yeah. Really good. What's the what's the go with the time? Like some things that you mix up, they only say using the next eight hours or ten hours. So what's the yeah? So I think 
I'm not sure actually. Uh, yeah. A lot of things that, you know, like your Powerade um, or Gatorade bloody powders and stuff. And when you mix them, it says used in, in 12 hours. Yeah. Can't see anything on the box. But... So if you're sort of prepping it with hot water, you'd have to actually do it like the night before, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do it the night before, but you can still mix it with water, like cold water. It just doesn't mix as well. Yeah. So you just might be a bit lumpy, I guess. It's good, eh? It's good. All these like small local guys that are, Starting up, like you know, yeah. Tarkine and that, doing it all. Um, is that the drink? Yeah, yeah, the vert. The um, there's a lot of sodium in it, isn't there? About 300 milligrams. Steve reckons that um, you just missed the first part of the conversation. He reckons it's about the same thickness as the the pure gels. So it's like really um. Oh, it's like a gel. Yeah, it's a yeah. gel. You make it's yeah. a gel, not yeah. So you make it up. Oh, so you put it in the fridge. It sets a bit like a like a jelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it yeah. gives that's you like you use, a reusable, water. a reusable gel, like a bottle, I guess you'd call it. So yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, I had one of those. I was out. I did uh, didn't have a ten k after park run on Saturday, and I had one of those Morton gels. I've got it in my little video to to post. And that was uh, day one of the road to London, and um, the um, oh mate. That was terrible. Oh, I had to really force because they're like jelly, aren't they? As well, I had to really force myself to to like take it. And then I like the last third, I couldn't. I just had to pour out on the ground so I could roll it out and put it in my pocket. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you swallow that, Steve. Eh? You did that with the GC marathon, and me and Nate use pure gels, or I use SIS, which is about the same as the pure gels, like the thickness. Yeah. It's almost like if you tip it upside down, it just runs out. It's that runny, so it's almost like drinking just slightly thick water. And I've had a Morton gel, and it is so thick, it's almost like jelly. <laughs> you have to put it in your mouth and sort of like, sort of dissolve it, don't you? But, oh, man, I day, reckon, put it in the another. side of your mouth. Yeah. Let it dissolve. Like, yeah, like, they have to just well. try and get it all into me. And it just, it, at the sunny coast half, it gave me a stitch. I reckon I just downed yeah. it too quickly. But the main yeah. difference, I reckon, Nate, is the Morton gels, they're like super thick. And after you swallow, you just have that lining on your yeah. mouth that's just there for like, I don't know, ages, five minutes. I reckon you can I, still feel I, it. I had a taste in my mouth that I was like not happy with. It. I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, on the um, topic of Morton, did you see that they reckon that Tiptum is trialing yeah. a new Morton product that buffers uh, lactate? But though, if it's so, if it's bicarbonate soda, I mean, that's like well, well known, well used, but maybe they've done it in a different They've mixed it with with something, um, so it's uh, absorbs better, and then doesn't cause the gut problems. Because the big thing with bicarbonate soda is gut issues. Like you're gonna you're gonna be shitting. Yeah, pretty quick. yeah. So they obviously would, but though you don't want to be that good high caliber of runner, do you? Be trialing to go or oh, halfway around a marathon, going for a world record, you're busting for a shit. So different uh, if you're on the. Like, you know, if you're running through the trails in Kenya training, you can just duck off behind a tree and doing, yeah. you know, not getting away from it. You know, imagine in this day and age, everyone's got a camera phone. Yeah, you're not hiding anywhere doing that. Well, apparently, yeah, Kipton said it is not been in pain while doing any of those marathons yet. I'm like, I wonder how fast he could run to put himself in pain yeah. and the time he would get. The thing is, like, it's... I don't know how much quicker he could run. Like, how much quicker can a human run? Like, he's nearly, 
Like just say, for example, he goes onto a track and, and does a, a hundred meters every out, 17 seconds, an all out 400. How much quicker? I don't reckon he'd run much quicker than what he's doing now. Like you can't mm-hmm. get much quicker than that. Can you like mind blowing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So it, it, it's weird. Hey, Definitely you can run that fast weird. and not be hurting. You think, well, why didn't you run faster then? Yeah. I don't know. Should I tell you about my um my time trial on Saturday and then yeah then let's let's do that. Talk yeah. about your um backyard ultra, Steve. Yeah, I so I did a pretty hard workout Tuesday this week on up on the track on the grass track. I I got through it pretty well, but it was so windy that like every time I hit the certain straight, I was just battling, and uh, then the, sort of the rest of the week I was just a little easy jogging. And then uh, I'd organized to meet Paul at Nudgy and we went through a heap of warm up drills, a few of the wicket drills, and then we pretty much just got straight into the the three K time trial. And yeah, I just felt um I felt knackered straight away. Like the first lap we we run through in seventy seven seconds. And we were three seconds in front. But three seconds, you know, isn't that it's not like it was way too quick, but I remember thinking like, Oh shit, I don't know if I can keep up this pace. And then, um, I, I held on to him and held on to him and held on to him and he started gapping me and I was pushing and pushing. And then, and the problem is, is I, I thought I'd blown cause I was trying to break 10 minutes. Um, I thought I'd blown the 10 minute thing by, by like 20 seconds. So I kind of psychologically, I think I like just checked out a little bit in the mid part of it, but when afterwards checking the splits, I was, I was still on track, but I just felt so buggered. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the last K I was like fading hard and I put a real big effort in the last like 200 and, um, I come in, I come in and my watch was 10 Oh one. Yeah. I was like, nah, I could have punched the ground, eh? But I was absolutely exhausted. And um, yeah. and then, yeah, Strava bloody taxed me 10.02. Yeah. Oh. You, you, yeah, you, you got 9.59, eh? And then you, gives you one Strava. Second, gives you one second on the time and takes 0.01 off the distance. So if you do like 10, it takes it back to 9.99. So for your interest, instance, if you didn't do 3.02 or whatever you did, it would have taxed you and you would have got 2.99, which you would have been spewing about. And then if you got right on the money, it would have put you at 10.01. You know, 10.01. So yeah, it gave you 10.02 in the end, you know, because you got 10.01. But I um, um I did I did actually wear me Insta360 Go, yeah. a little camera on me hat. And so I've yeah, done a yeah. YouTube video. So I'll put the link is that, to that in the, the one that link you sent me. Is that with that camera? Yeah, bit of a, I did a bit of drone stuff, a bit of like GoPro when we were doing the warm up drills, and then I filmed the time trial with the little three sixty hat yeah. clip. Yeah, it's a pretty cool yeah. piece that video. Eh? Yeah, the, man, that, I tell you what, if you were doing a big event and you wear that um, that camera, geez, you get some great footage. Like that, a camera like that would have been awesome at Sydney, Nathan. Yeah, what quality? What uh, quality is that? Well, it says it films at like 2.7K, but it's the first time I've ever used it, and I'm unsure of the editing. Like, I downloaded the app for editing on the computer, but apparently after I've done a heap of research, and now 
it's saying that the best way to do it is to edit on your phone and then export yeah. it to your computer. So I think I'm just going to have to do that in future. Can you not just put the SIM card out of it? Oh, is it? No, it does it to its own hard drive, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to delete everything after you've, um, used you can't it. rip it. You can't rip it from it and put it as a file onto the, uh, say you into a file into your desktop and yeah. then put it to, to, um, uh, iMovies. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, that but, might work. But for like, you can't like when you've got when you put it to your phone. Just say if you're like you've you you've recorded and your vision is looking straight ahead on the phone yeah. app, you can adjust the actual where you're looking. So like um, you can make it so you know just so if you run past a big landmark, you can actually aim the camera up at it just for the editing purposes and then go back to straight uh-huh. again. But well, on with the, the three sixty app you can't do that it's um no. limited which is just bizarre but i think it's a that means thing, you know so that means it's actually recording further out than the peripheral of a, the peripheral vision of a screen so you know like how we're all looking at each other now it's actually recording further out so you got more it's recording yeah. further than what you can see more than your 16 only, by 9 only a little bit yeah. it's not as good as like say nathan's got full 360 yeah it, it only gives you it's limited but you you can you can change the yeah, you can yeah. change it a bit, but not as much as a proper 360 camera. Yeah. But still a great camera to run with, so small and light. Yeah. Talking, talking of track, um, I was actually going to charge up the 360 because I've got that three-meter pole for it now. So it looks like you've got, if you're running with that, it looks like you've got a drone behind you. Um, and I'm actually going to go to the track on the way home tomorrow late afternoon, if anyone's keen. I'm going to do five 800s. It's in me, uh, Nick Bester plan. Five 800s with a 90 second rest in between. Now, Sparling, question for you. How do I program that onto my watch? I just go into Garmin, set up a training plan. Go Garmin app and do it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, yeah, there's just steps. So it'll have three, two or three steps there. I have warm up. So you can go in and say warm up for, and it has time, distance, or like um, until you press the lap reset. So you can go in and you change all the settings. And then, and then at, I so say at the, if it's a time at three minutes, it'll go, it'll count down, it'll go beep, beep, beep. And then you go into the first 800, but it'll say start um, your reps. So you go in and change your reps. You put in 800 meters with whatever recovery, and then you just have how many repeats. So you'll do five. And what does it do? Will it will it automatically? I don't have to press anything, or I'll just press the lap lap button. Depends on what you put in. So you go warm up to mm-hmm. lap reset, or you can have warm up for five minutes, or warm up for whatever distance. You know what I mean? So you can have a 1k warm up. So it all depends on which one you pick. But if you have lap reset, you can just jog around, and then at lap yeah. reset it'll go bing, and you're off. So lap reset's almost like your start button in that case. And then was, if you yeah. set up that second set as like 800 with what's the recovery, like 200 or something, 90 seconds, 90 seconds. So you do that, you do 800 meters and then you do nine. I might just walk up and down the hundred meter. Yeah. So you just got to go through what the options are. It'll have, you know, okay. 800 meters and then it'll have 90 and you go into the next one and put it as a recovery and you just put in 90 seconds. So you, you have the option of distance time or, um, or something else yeah and then after that at the end of that there you just say go into your warm down until lap reset so you can just jog for as long as you want until you press stop yeah what pace okay. you're going to run them at nath i don't know mate um i'll have to look at the plan to see what 
pace that is at. But I mean, like four minute K's or something. Yeah, I reckon. Well, the plan I've got is um, three hours, but I've set myself a goal of three ten for London. I think that's more realistic. Um, so I think that would put me in around the four minute. Yeah, I think if I could if I could hold eight hundred meters four minutes, maybe I I see how I go the first one. I might think fuck it, I'll, I'll um go a bit faster for the next ones. Yeah. Hey Steve, going back to your track three k, do you get time to look at your watch and see what pace you're running, or are you just going off Paul's sort of heels? Yeah, I checked a couple of times, but not. I was trying not to look at my watch. Yeah. And it was just, I knew, I said to Paul before, he, well, he was kind of like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to just stay on pace? And I was like, yeah, just stay on pace and I'll just hang on for dear life. Yeah. And then when he started gapping me, I was like, oh, I wanted to check my watch, but I was like, don't check your watch. <laughs> it could be, could be real bad. But yeah. if I had to check my watch, I would have realized that he was probably a bit too quick. Yeah. So it's going, um, going off your splits. I think he was only trying to beat that 10 K by a few seconds. Cause he was like, um, what was it? 318 for your first and then 319. And then the last yeah. one was 322 or something or 320. Yeah. 324. Yeah. The last K was, was it? So it's just like fading yeah. hard. And then, you know, punched the last lap probably back to sort of the correct pace. The but, correct pace. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, you only just missed it. Yeah. Like when you're so fatigued, bring it back so hard like i was mm. talking to paul about it afterwards and i was saying it's like it's like a different energy system you know you that speed endurance is just we've all been doing so much marathon training like then to try and get that speed back in your legs is like quite challenging but yeah he's he's pretty stoked on his instagram about having a speed session because he's been just doing a lot of low like <laughs> slow stuff so he was like oh i got a cool I think it will cool run with Steve, like a bit of well, pace for a change. Man, if you think about it, I think him and Lewis run 8.50-something at um, QSAC one one afternoon. So, like, yeah, yeah. you know, 10 minutes for him is be like me running 11 minutes. It would be way easier. You wore spikes, eh? Yeah. How do you, how did your legs pull up from that? Mate, just those dragonflies are so good. Yeah, cool. They're so springy that you'd they're almost like just wearing a really light pair of next percent. Yeah. Just don't seem to bang my legs up at all. What a pool wear. Or vapor flies or something. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Sorry. Back on that Insta 360. There it is there. So that's it in the case. Oh yes. And then you pull that out and just have a look at how small that is. That is awesome. Incredible. So in a marathon, you can just, you know, run like that. Have a, do some filming and then just chuck it back in. And as soon as it goes back in there, it's charging it again. Yeah. But you won't, you right. just, and then put that in your race belt and it's all good. Do you know what that weighs or do you know? Oh, like nothing, man. It's like. But when, when it was on your hat, it was on the brim, was it? Or I forgot it was even there. Yeah. Like oh, I had really? the hat backwards on the, and I had the clip on oh, the. I had it clipped on the clip. Yeah. Crossfit. But yeah, you wouldn't, it's not like you're like, oh, that camera's bouncing around. I, I forgot it was even on. Well, I didn't even see it in the photos, and I'm thinking I've never seen Steve wear his hat backwards. He's starting to start a new <laughs> trend or something. So yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. cool. <laughs> I'm thinking, why has he got his hat on backwards? That's weird. I've never seen you with your hat on backwards ever. But yeah, that yeah, was... that's why I was doing it. Yeah, and I wasn't looking for that, so I couldn't actually see it. It just looked like part of the hat, obviously. So that is pretty small, eh? 
But yeah, I'll put the link to that in the um, description. And me and Nathan are always making YouTube videos. So if you're listening and you haven't subscribed, throw us a sub because it makes a big difference for the algorithm. Yeah, thank you. And um, it doesn't, it's, yeah. It, people don't subscribe and it's weird because it do, it's not like, it doesn't do anything to to your YouTube account. It just, you might see the videos when they come out every now and again, like it's nothing. Yeah. So do us a favor and subscribe. You'll have to start a channel, Steve. You've got a, a good action camera. Yeah. I don't use it. Eh? I don't try to get involved. I try to stay off my phone as much as I can. So just doing that would mean I have to do more. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the bloody editing. It's yeah. Tech, isn't it? yeah. Yeah, oh, I take it on holidays and things like that. But usually, because you're relaxing, like after you've done recording, you've got a bit of time. But it's the same. It's um the same as your drones. It's a DJI one. Oh yeah, good. And it's um the reason I picked that is because I think it it comes out of the box with um fifteen meters waterproof down to fifteen meters, and you can go down to seventy five with the waterproof case. So it's a little bit bit different to the um GoPros. I think they had a little bit less. But yeah, I just thought with that option that, and at the time, I think Harvey Norman had it on sale and they threw in a spare battery. So when I bought it, I got two batteries. So yeah, and then there's a heap of charging stuff that was really cheap, um, docks and things like that. But it's the same. It You do everything to your phone and then you just delete it off the camera by Wi-Fi, I guess, to just delete it. Yeah. Or you can go in manually and delete it on the screen, but it's the same. It's accumulative. You end up adding and it just says add new stuff to your phone so it'll just add the new stuff that you record but yeah it's it has um it's 4k i think we recorded nath's ultra um noosa one in 2.7 because he thought that might have been a bit better editing option at the time just so uh, it wasn't as such a bigger file and it seemed the video footage is all right uh, it's only an early version i think they're up to the yeah. third version of that now but yeah it does the job eh and it's cool having a waterproof thing. You don't have to worry when you go to the water or even at the ocean, if you accidentally drop it, yeah. I got the little stick that has the float in it. You know what I mean? So if you do drop it, it ends up tipping upside down. You got an orange bob that you can see pretty like a fluoro orange yeah. handle on it. So, um, but yeah, you just rinse it off, take it out of the case and rinse it off. So that is the only thing like with those cameras, cause they've got a case, you got to take everything out, dry it. And then to charge it, you know what I mean? You just got to double check every time to make sure it's all sealed in case you do drop them. But I guess if you just follow the protocols, they'll last forever. So you're going to do the road to London, Nath. How many yes. weeks How many weeks have you got? Well, I think it's 16. Oh, yeah. So you've got plenty of proper, time. Proper time, yeah. And you already got heaps of marathons in your legs this year. You've done like 12 or something, haven't you? Five. Five <laughs> of marathon and over. <laughs> and then two halves. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a tra you had a trail marathon as well under your belt this year, don't you? Yeah, trail marathon. Uh the 50k at Dust till Dawn. Yep. At Brisbane Marathon, Gold Coast Marathon, Sydney Marathon, Sunshine Coast Half, Noosa Half. Yeah. Heaps of heaps. Pow. <laughs> hey, um, I did a long run on Sunday morning and um jump I did the first 10k with wax. Yeah, and then I jumped in with uh, the bright and early guys. Run with Eddie and Matt Flannery. Uh, I might go next week. Yeah, yeah. we got twenty k done. Nice. Um, but next week, um, we're all going to meet down there, and Joel Murray is going to run with us. You know the multi sport. Oh, nice. oh yes. So definitely try and get there for that if you can. 
Yep. What time? Shoot me a PM on Insta and I'll tell you where it is. What time? Uh, I'm not sure about the time, but I'd say it'd be early because it's getting bloody Sun, hot, eh? Sun's up early, eh? Yeah. yeah. I'll be there. Now, Spiley, I'll ask you a question. If I've got a training plan, I've sent it to my phone, my yeah. watch, how do I then find it on my phone? Uh, press, just press run, but don't go, yeah, go into a run. Right. And then hold the middle button on the left of the menu and then scroll down to find training, do a workout. I think it says do a workout. 800 repeats. Yeah, got yeah it. there you go. Oh, you got skills, did, mate. You got skills. You did that. that, you did that, that? Jeez, if Nathan do that while we're podcasting, it must be yeah, yeah, I that, did that on the, uh, on the on the on uh, the in Safari. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, it's I, easy. I, well, and it looked like I wasn't actually doing anything because it looked like I was looking at you guys because I was actually looking at Safari. <laughs> uh, too easy, mate. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, if anyone, I probably I don't know what time I might get there for. Yeah. Um, what shoes are you wearing on the track? You're going to go track shoes? Well, mate, I've actually got, as you know, it's a funny story, right? I sold, you mean, I had the first pair of Zoom Fly ones mm. and I had them just before COVID kicked off. And I didn't run that much. And I was sitting in the cupboard, not doing much. And I sold them for like 30 bucks. Anyway, the, the, I was then selling those vapor flies. And the same guy said, oh, I'll, I'll buy them off you. And I said, oh, what are you doing with the with the Zoom flies? He goes, oh, you can have them back if you want. He said, I've, I've done a bit of running. Anyway, he'd smashed them pretty good. But they're not a bad little shoe. And they're, not, they're all right. They're not like dead. So I thought, oh, I might give them a crack. And then uh, if if my feet start hurting, I'll just flick to me alphas. But yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I'd just run in those. I don't want to do it in spikes because I just bust my bust my calves. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll just go running those. Yeah, you could always use vapor flies, I guess. It's I haven't got them anymore. Light. I sold them. Oh, they would be good. Vapors would be good, but it might I might mean I have to go do a little trip to um, DFO or something. Yeah, I'd find something. I'd wear just because it's your first one. I'd wear your alphas. Yeah, smash yeah. your legs up do you know what i wore my alpha twos at the weekend and i i reckon there's i think it's what most people think there's not as much pop as the alpha ones is there nah they're a little bit softer i reckon it's not so as many people have said that even taz pop. he goes the first versions of all the shoes even you steve the other week said that same thing peter lewis said the same i've, I've the just first, heard that conversation from a lot of yeah, people yeah the first run i did in them was like that 20 what did we do 24k out at, um from decker park steve that one oh morning. yeah and i thought oh they feel great but uh now you get used to it you go oh yeah it's not as much pop um, i'll tell you yeah. i'll tell you what after um talking to um sam from tarkine and you hear what goes on behind the scenes inside these factories and that makes you wonder whether what gets sent to DFO isn't isn't the rejects that yeah. you know when they spit them out and then the guy not from not or they find they someone making copies not quite they might find me. someone else making copies of them yeah. because they, that happens with Nikon cameras like they call it a grey import like it's basically made in the factory next door it's a copy of it it's half the price but it's not actually made in the Nikon factory so um, same with, it's the yeah. same with all the um, DJ gear you can. Yeah. Pioneer makes all the top of the range DJ gear, and they reckon that the guys that work in the Pioneer factory set up these little back Taking alley parts. shed shops and just take all the spare parts and build new ones and sell them online for half the price. And they they do they're basically the same, but they're not quite they're hey, not quite as good. 
Yeah, speaking of, um, you know, knockoffs and stuff, Lewis Purcell, he posted a run today and he did, um, I think it was like 12, 600s, something like that. And he's he says he's a convert. He's got the Chinese vapor flies, he says, in the picture and he's got an arrow pointing to his feet. We'll have to get him to send a picture and say how much is the conversion rate for how much he paid for them to see what they're worth. Yeah. They're, um, they're a knockoff, man. He reckons he goes, I'm, I'm converted. He goes, obviously, he's still running at 315s for the 600 meters, which is fast. It's so fast. Yeah, he said, um, Kyodan played, yeah. they're called, or something like that. The, it's the not, very clear, not a very yeah. clear picture, though, the picture that he's got posted there. And to try to zoom in, you can't sort of work out. It's got the little heel on the, the same, the little square heel, the same as um, the Vaporfly. Um, that would be the one Taz wore at the 10k bridge to Brisbane there. And he said they're not quite as good as the first and the second vapor flies. The first was the best, but he reckons obviously as a price point, they're probably Chinese can copy everything. eh? mate, I just sent it to the group, the actual link to buy them. Yeah. There you uh, go. I wonder, yeah. I wonder how good they are and what the price is. Yeah. Uh, Taz on the on Sunday was wearing um, the new Mizuno super shoes. Yeah, he reckons they're weird to walk in. Got no heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he was saying after a few runs, he's like in love with them now. Yeah, it takes yeah. a bit of getting used to, but once you get the hang of them, well, oh, he reckons they're just awesome. Yeah, cool. Nice looking shoes too. Good colours. Yeah. So tell um, us about your um. Hang on, I'm speaking of new shoes. I got purchased yeah. of the week. Yep. So. These are, they're called the Sockany Triumph, Triumph 20. So they're, they're basically an everyday, they're not an endorphin series. So they're very, once you get into the sour conies or Sockanies, as they say, um, they all look very similar. Like the new stack height, the, the, the rocker in them, they all look very similar. I know your dad's got endorphin speed threes, which look like endorphin pro threes. They all look very similar. It's just that there's a carbon plate version, not a nylon plate version. These don't have any plate. They're just basically like your, um, what did we say before? The Hocker Bondi's. Hocker Bondi, yeah. Yeah, so basically you've got a huge stack height, probably maximum, I would say. I don't know what the measurement is there, but your heel is actually just under the top of there. It's about there is the heel. Yeah. Um, but they're super, super squishy. Um, and they only weigh 300 grams. So put that into perspective, my vapors weigh 250 grams for size 13. So they're fairly light. Yeah, super light. Eh? I think That's I think my alphas are 290, my alpha flies. So they're right on weight. Like they're so light to wear and they're super squishy. Like you stand on something and you can feel it like just sort of sink into the sole. So I went for a jog in them today as a recovery and they're quite good. I'm, I'm hooked. They're just a recovery shoe. I'm just going to use them as. So after... Some sort of hard hit out. I'm just going to do a recovery in them just to save the legs a bit. There's no yeah, need awesome. to run fast, but apparently on the website it says whatever you put in, these give back out. So it'll all come down to giving them a bit of a try to at speed, see what they sort of go like as well. Unreal. Yeah. Mate, tell us about, firstly, yeah. tell everyone about your leg. Yeah. And then um, tell us, like, lead into the um, ocean view. Yeah, so last Saturday I run park run. So two Saturdays ago I run with Nathan. I wasn't on the podcast last week, but I run park run. Um, did a warm up and then did a warm down with Nathan. Everything seemed to be going all right, but then on the Sunday I did bright and early, and I just had a little twinge again. 
So I saw the physio and he said, look, you're just going to have to take it easy. Obviously, pushing pace is going to affect it. So it's a fast switch problem. So you're just going to have to avoid the high speeds. That's basically all it is. So this week I've just done everything slow and it seemed to have come good. So he didn't um, tell you to just not run. No, he said this week, he said to me, even know that Sunday, he's, he just said to basically we're going to do some strength and more strength now. So I did straight leg, um, straight leg, uh, what do you call it, deadlifts and weighted lunges just to basically, and but only just holding like 500 gram dumbbells and the bar just one kilo on each end. So it's just the bar plus that weight. So it's not nothing. He said, and then when you get, when you get to the point where it's, it doesn't feel like it, after another yeah. week or whatever, add a couple of kilos and you can keep going, you know. But for Get now, stronger. just stick with that just yeah. to try and strengthen it. So he goes, once it's going to repair itself, it's only a, a light tear. So if you don't do any fast running, it's going to repair so you can still run slow, okay. So he just said, I've got to avoid the the pace. So I'm happy with that. Um, so this week I run uh, Tuesday, um, then Wednesday, Friday, and then I did park run i just walked it because i had a, a a bit of a backyard my my first ever sort of um turn at having a go at backyard ultras um i'm not sure who put it on i was trying to talk to the lady afterwards but basically as soon as the event finished she packed up and she was in a full drive and they were gone as we were sort of packing up our gear so i kind of missed out uh it was called crazy karaoke backyard backyard ultra it was out you did ocean view park run it was part of that course but um it was just a one and a half K out and back. So to make it the right amount of kilometers each time for everyone, it was a, a one and a half K through the, the vineyard up the hill. And then we sort of went down into the grass paddock and it was a one and a half K turnaround, do that twice. And then the last loop was the 700 back through the vineyard. So every time you just get back. So basically the same rules and it was pretty, um, they were pretty, light on the rules that i said if you get back late you have to sing a karaoke song um if you miss but we're not going to stop you from starting again you can just go wherever so it was just a really relaxed sort of environment they just sort of said um and you don't even have to do all five full loops you could do a 3k one if you wanted to you could do 6k so there's people doing all different ones there's only probably i think there was a probably 90 people there i reckon steve so um it was a it was a fundraiser for Rise Up, um, which is um, a group that cater for domestic violence survivors. So basically, they put it on. It was twenty dollars entry fee, and they wanted you to pledge a dollar a kilometer. So if you did the full five backyard loops, it was just seven a.m. to eleven a.m. finish time, twelve and twelve midday. So you could do five loops, which is um I think it was thirty three and a half k. So if you could put you know, 34 bucks up on top of that 20 or just round it up to $55. It's actually a pretty good day. They had, they had fruit, they had super dupers, like an esky full of super dupers. So you can, even though if it was hotter, you could still cool down. They had ice that you could put all over your hat or whatever and wear that in between laps. Um, they had Coke, um, water, some chips and stuff. So it was really cool. Mate, what did it feel like getting back after you've done the 6.77 K yeah. how like, cause this is what I'm so interested in. No, I don't, I don't know whether I'll ever do a backyard ultra. Maybe I won't never say never, but I'm just so curious about how long does it feel before you got to go again? Like, do you feel like you've got to go again straight away or did you have a bit of a rest or like what? 
So basically they said, no one's done it before. It was the inaugural event and they had a lady there. They said, this lady's going to guide you out. If you want to go faster than her, it's, you're not going to get lost. But if you want, she's quite quick. And if you just wanted to hang on for the first lap, she'll guide you through the whole course. And then you can do the next four by yourself or whatever, or you can do the first 3K. And then once you knew what you're doing, you could do that. And then the finish that they explained, you just do the loop around at the end. So and it's hilly that, as well, isn't it? What was it? Oh, it's hilly. Ocean View Park runs like 150 meters. We were doing 6.7 and it was 180 plus each lap. It was 180, 187, 190, 187. And then one of them I got 177. So um, Chris Reed did the full five loops and he got 900 and 960 meters of elevation, roughly. I think Rachel um, Mills, she did the same. I think she got it close to a thousand. So it was a thousand meters over 32 Ks or 33 Ks. Full that's, on, yeah. That's yeah. Pretty so cool. as well as that, like, um, yeah, you sort of had to gauge how fast you want to go. So I had no idea. I, I, I was hoping to get one lap out and make sure it didn't blow me because there's going downhills where you're using your hamstrings to break. You know what I mean? If you didn't break, I had the chance that I was going to go too fast and sort of have some sort of injury that's going to take ages to repair. So I took it easy. We just jogged. I just jogged it by myself. Chris went off in the distance and he he did the first lap quite quick. But I got back at 43 minutes. So it gives you, you know, after you'd press stop and walk back to get a drink or whatever, I had over 15 minutes to sit down. I had a sandwich, just like a half sandwich. Uh, had a drink of electrolyte, a um, couple of lollies and just sat there. And I'm looking and going, shit, it's still got 10 minutes. So that's only five minutes of that gone. So you've got enough time to go to the toilet and do whatever you have to do. So I think you need to, like we were only doing five loops, Steve. So there was no real reason to punish yourselves and get back yeah. at 30 something minutes to give you more than 20, like 20, 20, I think 20 would be optimum, but then you also get to the point if you sit down too long towards that, that fourth and fifth loop, everyone's getting up going, Oh, you know, cause you're running 180 yeah. meters of vert. So um, that's where I had that problem when I did the, um, you know, the race, the Rue. it was only yeah. a kilometer. Yeah. But- you have that bit of time, you have five minutes, six minutes, sometimes, you know, it's just that, and you're running at a slower pace. You, I reckon it probably be looking back, go at a faster pace because your legs are used to it. And then you have a bit of time maybe to relax. But um, that the thing for you was, it was a hilly yeah. backyard ultra, not your usual fairly flattish backyard ultra. So then that's another thing taken, but you, you, I reckon it, it's something you have to sort of practice, I reckon, because it just, uh, and get used to because, for some people like me, I was just cramping. I was like, I'll never cramp. So um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, you know, weird. Yeah, it's a pretty cool event. There's a photo I sent you guys yesterday. There's cows. They go, there's cows in the paddock. We're not going to put them on lead. So um, if you come across a cow and you're a bit worried just to come to a stop, they'll usually look at you for a bit and then move on. And as we we're running down the hill, there's probably like 20 cows just went running straight across in front of us. I'm like, holy crap, what are we doing? Probably spooked them, did you? No, because they sort of you sort of looped around the paddock. So if you look at the map of the, it's a full loop of this paddock, and the cows are in the middle of it. So they're constantly dodging cow shit and cows. There's cows, there's same cows, but they just kept moving all over the place. So I think they're getting spooked from one side to the other and going wherever they want to go. City folk not used to cows and things and. Oh, they didn't worry me. Yeah. It's just that I've seen I've seen some good videos of people getting wiped out oh, by God. deer and stuff like that. And you just yeah. don't want to get hit by something that weighs, you know, a thousand kilos or something. But um They're not yeah. they're not the smartest animals, cows, I tell you. They are pretty dumb animals, yeah. I have to say. We've got them all around here. They 
<laughs> not very clever. But that was the only time they went past. The other times we run past them, they just stood still. So, yeah. So if you were going to do, say, let's just say, for example, um, Dead Cow Gully. Yeah. What what do you what do you reckon your you'd your pace like you know you're gonna try and run for as long as you can as many laps as you can or as many yards as you can yeah. what do you reckon your pace would you would target would be? Um, I think while you got fresh legs, you could probably do like we did. Like we did a hilly, and I did forty three, forty three, forty one, and then the fourth one was at ten ten a.m. I'm starting to get pretty hot by then. So about six minutes a k. Yeah, six, I think 41, yeah, it was like 6.10 or something. And then the others were 6.30. So that's what yeah. I, was, I was aiming at, about 6.30. So that's about 43 minutes. And the next one I thought, oh, I wonder what you get if you just sort of do 6.50 or around that. And that was 47 minutes. So I still got, after I pressed stop and walked back, I still had 11 or 12 minutes to sit down and have a think. And we just sat there chatting. They go, they just give you a three-minute warning. Like, it's pretty relaxed. And then everyone yeah, got up. To- give it a like to give it a try eh? like just yeah really so, interesting good practice so it was pretty cool because chris has done last one standing um over at ross common there i think over at oxley is it oxley over there yeah some yeah some and then he, and he did he did dead cow gully masters and got 100k out there and he said dead cow gully is not as hilly he said you go sort of along, it's a trail run as such and you go down into the creek bed and you got to sort of climb out but he goes it's nothing like what he experienced yesterday he goes you there would be people pulling out after 10 laps because your legs would just be toast like five yeah. laps 960 meters so 10 laps would be yeah. 1800 and well, you, you couldn't do a proper backyard ultra uh there nah. being so hilly it just would be torture like i mean i know it's it's a nice to you know to do it then think oh well you know that's just the way it is but i don't think you'd You'd be interested to see how far people could go, but usually backyard ultras are, are pretty sort of flat affairs. Yeah, they? but he was saying that one, that bigs one, that was 140 meters a lot, and they did 108. Yeah, and that was that was a lot of 40 meters per per lap. So was that Harvey, wasn't it? Yeah, and then if you go back to Dead Cow, he said it's it's under 100. He said it's like around that, and over mm-hmm. at, um that Oxley over the last one standing they do it over there. He said it was only like 30 meters. So it's like roughly like same as what you'd run in 6.7 Ks around the streets. But he said that was just a basically like Tagulawa. You know how you did your 10 K, uh, 15 K out there. So you're running backwards and forwards with a little bit of a mm-hmm. hill. So he said that's more like that one. That, said, that'd so be a is. good place to do one. Yeah. The Tagulawa area, that campgrounds, yeah. that'd be perfect for it because it's pretty if you flat. Could get, if, you could get, if you could get 6.7 Ks, it's like um, yesterday they had the cut ultra on, didn't they? Yeah. At, um, and that was very similar to the uh, Race the Rue, wasn't it? It was like, um, I don't know how big there was it, like 1.2K is theirs was. Um, yeah. yeah. So, a K maybe? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was only a K. But it, yeah. as you say, it's a pretty cool sort of introduction into it. Like, I can't take that away from it. Like, oh, I wasn't fully fit and I was hoping, and I got through the fourth one. I went, well, I've made it way further than what I thought I would. And then the last lap, I looked on my watch and it was like 26.8K and one loops three, right? So I just thought, oh, I'm just going to do the three and then run along this bit for 3.2 and make it 30K. I don't need to do the whole lot. I didn't want to sort of injure myself or do something silly when I'm a bit tired. Um, or go get to that last point and then go out for the second lap or something. 
and then injure myself, that would just be painful. So once I got to the end, I didn't make a decision until I got back. I thought, yeah, I'm just going to do the 200 and, and round out to 30. So it was only 33, another 3.5 in the end that I had to do to do the whole lot. But I just thought there's no no point. There's no competition. There's no last one standing on the day. It's just a, It was just a fun event. The only positive thing about if they did do a competitive backyard ultra out there is that it wouldn't go, it wouldn't go for so long, you know, yeah, for the yeah. for the officials and that, they wouldn't have to be out there for days. That's and days what Chris and days. said. It'd be dropping like flies each lap. He said, you get to, he goes even hardcore 10 laps, you know, 1900 meters of elevation, um, 67 Ks, I think would be 10, 10 loops. And he goes, different time of year. Yeah. He, he said out at, um, the last one standing out over there, he did, he did 132K. So it was 21 yards, I think, or 22 yards. So that was his first ever guard at 133Ks or 134Ks. So, and he said just going from there to um, take into the little bit of elevation, he, he was struggling. And he goes, all he wanted to do was crack 100, which is 15 loops out at um, Dead Cow Gully Masters. So, but yeah, you'd have to try and get 100K, wouldn't you? Yeah. 15 loops. 15. I'd like to go for 24 hours. That's crazy, but um, I think 100K would be definitely something you'd have to try and do. Yeah. 100K or 24 hours um, is would be my goal. I'd go yeah. for 24 hours. Um, yeah. 162K. Then yeah, you 100 get, mile. Then you get a miler if you do yeah. 24. If you do 24, is that 24 laps? That's 24 yeah. hours. You're 24 yards, yeah. By so that's, that's a lot of people's goals, eh? Yeah, but yeah, oh, then, that would be good. Yeah, but even at 15 laps is 100k, so that's another pretty cool goal, you know. Yeah, I guess once you get there and you've done 15, it's only another nine. <laughs> Just to hit 100k would be pretty special, yeah. like yeah. you know, I reckon that's a pretty cool. Um, there's only one good... of us, only one of us here that's yeah. ever gone past 100. Yeah, <laughs> what's um, I've, I have done in a car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, miles. Sorry, that's the word. I, I remember when about. I used to go. Oh, I do a miler on the bike. I was like, I did 160 k's today. I was like, yeah. Uh, like even chance. that's nuts, really. Eh? It is. Yeah. Yeah. What's your Incredible. biggest? What was your biggest ride that you did on your bike? You drove. You rode to bloody. Oh, I've done 240 in a day. Uh, but that was in a week of. Uh, yeah. 16, 600 kilometers in in. Um, what's that like? Eight Get days. Off. What's the legs like after that? Just jelly. Mate, it takes, yeah, the next day is not too bad. Day three, day four really start to hurt. And then your butt's hurting as well. Yeah. Um, as you can imagine. But it's the, then you just get into it and you just sort of like, oh, yeah, legs are hurting again. It's all right. Just ease into it. But yeah. the longest I've ever done in a 24 hour race on a mountain bike was 255 Ks. Yeah. There you go. And it's a weird sort of venue out there, Steve. It's like, um, it's pretty hilly. So when you're running one way, there's no breeze. And then you do the turnaround, you run back the other way and you're going, where was this breeze? Like, so yeah. one and a half Ks of nothing is just hot. And then going the other way, you get a nice breeze and because you're sweaty, it dried you off again. And we all had like yeah. salt. So we all just completely You don't realize you're sweating. No, you don't realize. You get dehydrated. So in there, but we only did five. I was, I was drinking, me and Chris, he had like four of those um, 500 ml flasks made up and he was drinking one of them each lap. So he obviously knew what he was doing. And I, I had two 500 mil Gatorades and I had a liter of hydrolyte um, made up. So I went through all that as well. So it's still a lot. That's two liters of fluids over that sort of kilometers, but 
So if you did out there, if you did twenty, if if you could manage twenty four loops out there at uh, Ocean View, yeah, how many meters of elevation would that give you? So sort of the minimum I got was one eighty, so it'd be twenty four by one eighty. One eighty. Four hundred four thousand. Four thousand three hundred twenty. So for one hundred that one twenty two I did. You did five thousand. Yeah. Five thousand meters. Yeah. Of but it wasn't stuff. time to be back in a certain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like you got to, even though you've got to, it the, it might be less. You still got to get back to the start line. You might not. You might be toast. So but it's different. Like that would be like Steve said, it was one hundred sixty-two k's, and you did one hundred twenty-two. So it's still forty k short, but more elevation. So, mm. and you did twenty-three hours. Was it twenty-three and a half hours? So 20, you're nearly there. Any- twenty-three. No, twenty. yeah 22 and a half was it so yeah Yeah. you're still still quicker over time but just not quite as far but where i run down here at slickers they used to have mountain bike races there that's where i did my first ever 24 hour mountain bike race yeah that's right we cut a loop out there about 8k and um that would be good to do a backyard ultra it wouldn't be as hilly as ocean view Mm. um you'd have a still fair bit but it's like you can find a track around the side of the run around the lake and then out the back i reckon that that would be um that would be good but the thing is with a backyard ultra like you might say to them i oh, we just want it for the sunday but then mm-hmm. people might still be running monday and tuesday and they'd be like yeah no get off <laughs> yeah yeah hey just just quickly with the fundraising i don't know it was 20 dollars entry and then you had to you could add more money there they had like a you could do a donation money wise cash or they had an fpos machine you could do donations and I don't know what they were trying to get, but there was about a hundred people. And just quietly, I think um, Rachel, I seen somewhere on her Insta or somewhere that quietly they'd made maybe over thirty six hundred dollars. So with that money, that goes, um, rise up. So that's um, the survivors of domestic violence. Basically, after a domestic violence issue, whether it be usually it's the female side and the kids, they strip them from the house. So they leave with nothing. So basically it's to get them back on their feet and give them, you know, sanitary items, clothing, a bed to sleep yeah. on, stuff like that. So when you think about how many times that happens, that $3,600 really hasn't gone a long way, but it's, it's a start. And I think you just need to sort of, if you ever come across an event that it's fundraising for something like that, it's really good to get on board because it's, you know, it's going towards something that's going to create people's daily life again, because, going through what they've gone through and going and leaving everything behind and starting again. That's pretty scary. Eh? Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah. We, we had a woman at our um, Thai boxing gym in Redcliffe who'd had an abusive ex-husband and she was completely, you know, had to delete all social media and everything. Yeah. She was always hunting him down and we couldn't, whenever they put up team photos, had to blur the daughter out because they didn't want her seen. And then, I think I might have told this story before. We had a big, we got a big heavyweight Irish boxer, big ha- handful of a guy. He just don't want to get on the wrong side of this bloke. And he said, oh, I'm going to sort this out. And, he, and apparently he contacted the ex husband and they've never had any drama since. Yeah. <laughs> they got their yeah. social medias and all that back. The blokes yeah. never, the blokes never like bothered trying to contact him ever again. That's it. Well, most a lot of it is bullying, isn't it? That is a domestic, and because they, they can get away with it, so they keep doing it. And the best thing with a bully is to actually stand up to him. Yeah, you know. But um, and then, like you say, it obviously knocked it on the head once they realised. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, yeah. It just but, took a 
took a big scary Irish bloke to um <laughs> just put him in his place. But what um hey, yeah. what have we got coming up running wise? Oh sorry, Steve, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say we were talking about what what's gonna cause you to pull out of a backyard ultra. So the elevation obviously if you did too many loops of that one that'd that'd succumb I think you succumb to the, the pain of the legs and stopping each time. You know, as Nate said, pulling up after doing that much vert per lap. Yeah. And having sort of the recovery is obviously going to get less because you're going to slowly get slower and slower because of fatigue. Sam Gardner, we've we spoke about him at Tagulawa run. He won the 100K. He did that Smurfs backyard ultra up at Cairns on the weekend. I think Nicole Jukes was up there as well. But I got his um got his Strava here. I'm just going to work out. His, he did 17 laps. He timed out on the 17th, so he got 16 full laps. I think he did 17 and then he come back because he was cramping so bad. Um, he said the lap shouldn't have even started. So yeah, and you go, Kansas tropical, and yeah. it was a pretty hilly loop going off what he's done as well. Not quite as hilly as what I just did, but I didn't do 16 loops, I only did five. Um, he got 1,282 meters of elevation over 16 laps. What's his total? 108 or something? So 100, yeah, 107. But there's one more. There's one more loop after that. I think he did 17. Started the 17, but was way past it. So one more come through, but he, yeah, obviously didn't get there. So his actual total that he would have recorded was 107. Where did he so, come? Do you know? No. Must have been well up there. He hasn't. He's only, I had to sleep today. And then he's sort of, I put a comment on his thing and he's finally seen it. So he's only just got on his Strava. So I think he he drove up there. He road trip. So he would have been driving home um, oh, to yeah. get back to work or something. But yeah. so hang on, 1,282. So 1,282, 1,282 divided by 16. So each lap up there was 80 meters of elevation. So mine, <laughs> see, even that knocks you around, obviously, but. That that's a lot of elevation still for six point seven k, and then as well as that, the tropics up there. I think it was would have been so humid. So, um, like he ran out hundred k out at Tagulawa. I don't think he cramped out there. And that, nah. that was quite tropical out there that night. You guys run, so no, yeah, it was hot cans this time of year. Oh, just yeah, brutal. It would be. Yeah. It's like coming into the worst. I don't think it gets worse. It's it's already worse now, and then it just stays like that. You know what I mean? And then it keeps going right through to April and May, and you only get maybe three or four months of cooler weather. They don't have a winter as such, I don't think. It's just constantly tropical all the time. Just the temperatures are less or more. But, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I know the humidity is always really high. And, and I've seen some photos, and everyone looked pretty, um, pretty glossy, so there's a lot of sweat going on. But, um, Sorry, you know the, the cut. Was on this weekend. Like I didn't even know it was on. Like I've, I've been looking on the yeah. running. Calendar. It was a bit late, like, I thought nothing, this year. It's like nothing on it. But then yeah. all these events keep happening. Like I wish that they would register their events so mm. you could actually see them because I wouldn't have minded having a crack at that. Yeah, didn't, didn't really see anything on the socials then. Last year it was all over it, and we had yeah. a few people running. Michael Holmes run it, and there was a few other people, heaps of the Burt players run it. So, um, yeah, I just didn't really see anything. I saw one post and it was already over. So I don't know what happened. The only local fun run that I can see is another one of those Sri Chinmoy runs at Manly, but it's in the afternoon. So that will be just howling wind. Yeah. So I'm not really too keen on that. I'm going to do the state champs 5k, which is, uh, I think it's the day before Red Run, so I probably won't be running Red Run. I'll be yeah. there to um, 
to film and help out. But if it's not, I will be. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the 11th. When's Red Run? 12th, isn't it? 5th. It's the 5th oh, of no. November. It's next oh, week. This Sunday. Yeah, this, this oh, weekend. Sweet. Oh, so I'm all right. I'm all good. I can still yeah. run. But yeah, yeah, like on the calendar, there's like hardly anything advertised. And it's like, there's got to be more events on. Like, strange. Mm. Yeah. I know the last road run of the year is the GC50. That's the biggest one. But anything in between there, I don't know. There's um, White Rock Trail Run, I think, next weekend as well. That's a, They've got a half marathon trail and then a 15 and a 10, I think. Yeah. And then we've got, uh, you've got like the Daybreak at Biwa. Yeah, that's the same weekend, the 3rd of December. So yeah. beer at daybreak, yeah. They do one in the morning and then they be, do beer at night in January. So it's the same, usually the same course, but the reverse. So Noosa Bolt and Noosa Triathlons this weekend. Going to go up and watch that. Yeah. Right. See if uh, Jack Rayner defends his title. Yeah. Are you allowed when to fly Saturday? drones? Yeah. Are you allowed to fly drones while they're running that? I don't know. I, I took a drone up. Uh, oh, no, that was Noosa Marathon that I went up to watch once. I took the drone and it wouldn't let me um, launch it. I don't know whether that was a problem with the app or whether it was, you know, they'd restricted the airspace. Yeah. If, they, if you can fly the drone, man, I definitely... Um, That'd be pretty cool to see how fast they're running because you, you get a better perspective from that aerial of how yeah. fast everyone's running. It's like when they pan and follow like on TV, you don't see the actual speed, but from a, you know, from a position of um, up high, just watching them all take off, it'd be pretty quick. Yeah. Um, Nick, not this Sunday coming, which is red run. Um, get in if you can, just a minimum of 50 bucks. Um, the Sunday, the 12th, is uh, Mount Glorious. Uh, oh, that's the one that's the next day. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's on the, on the thing. When, when are you running, Steve? The 11th. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm Where's doing 25. You're doing Mount Glorious the next day. That's a. I'm going to take it easy this week and try and do a few more distance runs. So now I feel like I've got past the issue. I went for a run today just to fix the calves. The calves are pretty tight. I haven't run any trails since the guzzler. <laughs> Other than that trail I ran with you and your dad a few weeks ago. But there's no hills that it. Um, that's a good rest. place to do a backyard ultra yeah that would be cool eh? out and back at bullocky's rest that'd be yeah. wicked yeah put a timing yeah. mat at the turnaround so no one's cheating you could do it easily there too like 3.35 so you just turn around yeah. 3.35 and three from yeah you just turn around and just back in and out yeah you could go past cool, that toilet on the way so there's always a toilet stop sort of a kilometer yeah. in be perfect yeah that'd be the go but yeah i'm gonna slowly increase my distance now and not going to do pace yet, but I'm going to try and do a few longer runs and get ready for the GC25 down at the GC50. So um, that's 3rd of December. So I think I've got, including this week, I've got five full weeks, but only four weekends. Is that right? Yeah. Something I just like. jogged my memory there. Um, Sam Hyam. I said to um, Sam and Taz on um, Sunday that maybe in a couple of weeks, should get them both in the studio. We'll yeah. Do like a massive podcast, try and get wax in. Have about seven of us all talking all over each other. Um, <laughs> fun for us, but not to people who are listening. But anyway, he said uh, he's going to try and run 4.15 average at the GC50. Yep. So in two or three weeks' time, he's going to try and run a sub three down at Sandgate. He's going to start at like 3.30, 4 a.m. and just 
do laps up and down at, um, Decker along the Decker yeah, along the waterfront. Yeah, yeah. There. He was talking that his his yeah. pace strategy for the he's going to do the first twenty five at four minutes. I think he said because he said like um, if you run what's what's the pace he got um, one twenty one for his PB at Stunny Coast. What's that pace three fifty? Yeah. So he's, yeah, around you know, four minute case is one twenty four, I think. Yeah. So it must be three fifty, three fifty. Yeah. And he said, so if I can do that comfortably, I want to try and do between four, four and four oh five for the first twenty five loop at GC fifty. And then he said, and then if I back off that second loop to four twenties to four twenty five, the average will be four fifteen. But he said, I'm going to go as hard as I can for as long as I can. But he said, I don't want to finish dead. You know what I mean? He goes, I want to be able to finish strong. I'd do the opposite. I'd go slow the first half and then try and round it up. He's a bit of an animal, though. Four minute Ks is in a fifty k. Yeah, all these runs he's sort of been ramping up to four oh fives to four ten sort of pace, and he's been running at that for a few kilometers, and then sort of just backing off back to normal, but just holding that pace. Um, and all where he runs around here is all undulating, but it's a big ass. But he does get out there and give it a red hot crack. He did three if, hours. If anyone can do it, it's him. He's improving yeah. every week. Well, he did three hours 40-something last year for 50K, so that's impressive. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, not far off it then. What's that? Yeah, three hours 40? That not. So I think he beat he beat the likes of um Karen Miller. He was ahead of her. Peter Lewis beat her. Yeah. So I'm not sure of the exact time, but I did do an interview with him afterwards. And he, he yeah, was the fastest yeah. of the group, yeah. I think Sam Gardner got four oh two or something, so he he missed that four hour time. So yeah, if anyone's going to do it, I think it'd be Sammy if his preparation's good. Because last year he went in a GC fifty with a his shin. Oh, I think he had some sort of injury. I don't think it was might have been his shin splints. Oh, that's right. He, he did have loads of shin issues, didn't he? Yeah, but this year he hasn't had them as such. He's sort of getting away from that. He's been cycling as his recovery. He's got has the Nortec boots. He's been running. He's even started swimming, trying to get his cardio up without sort of putting any more pressure on his body. You know what I mean? So, um, fifty k in three hours forty. He's done four twenty five average. Yeah, so yeah. it's not. Um, I think it was. It might have been three forty seven for him to do Three forty seven, man. That sort of blows there a little bit, but yeah, I think it might have been three thirty five average or something. But he's going for four fifteen. Yeah, he's yeah. going for four fifteen this year, so he's going to knock a big chunk of time off. Like if it wasn't so hot, I'd say yeah he'd def- he'll definitely do that. But it's just the yeah. heat is going to be. You know the weird thing about him, man, he doesn't sweat. Oh. I don't understand. Like we go down just for ten k, and I'll have like sweat patches here and there. He hasn't even broke a sweat on his forehead or nothing, eh? There's, I don't there's know. nothing of him, eh? Fit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing all, of him. I said to him because I in the guzzler. I said to him on the way home. I said I don't know how you did five and a half hours, man, for fifty k. Over, over that twenty one hundred meters of twenty, nearly twenty two hundred meters of elevation, Skip I think he picked over up. Skips over. He the goes, map. mate. He goes, it's not all about the speed either. And he goes, you're eighty five k's, and he goes, and I'm fifty one. So, you know, he goes. So, given the fact that I am a bit faster over over any distance than you, and he goes, I'm carrying like thirty four kilos less. Yeah. So he goes, that's the big difference. I reckon yeah, that was um, heaps of, heaps of life speeds. to his um, shoes, eh? What was that? It'd add heaps of life to his shoes. Yeah. He's, he's had a pair of Alpha Fly since GC50 last year that he's still wearing. 
Yeah, he was wearing them on Sunday. Yeah, he said he bought them before Bridge to Brisbane last year, wore them at the GC50, so that was his prep up to that. So they're already over a year old, and they're still going. These flogged probably a thousand k's in them, probably easy. Mate, but, my um, I just blew mine out. The same pair that that he was wearing, same model. Yeah, and um, I just popped an AirPod in them. I was devastated. Yeah, he's just starting to delaminate along that big toe line. So on the edge, so it either has to be glued or he's going to have to retire them, I think. They're going to go soon. Shugu. Yeah, Shugu. Yeah. All right. You've got to go running, Nath. I've got this case. I'm yeah. the same. Road to London, mate. Road to London. The road to London. Yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, anyone out for the track tomorrow? No. I was going to go, but probably early. No, I can't. I've got a... Yeah, I've got a big track session. Um, Paul is trialing this new thing through Garmin. It's an app in Garmin called uh, Garmin Clipboard. So he sends me the workout on that and it goes straight to my watch. Oh, wicked. So So basically what you just did, but it's like you send a a workout to someone else and it just loads straight into the Garmin, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to just uh, program that in and... um, and do that. So if I don't go early, I'll message you and I'll try and meet up with you there, even though we'll be doing a different set. Yeah. Be good to um good to have people out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll message you during the day. Yeah, mate. Sweet. Wicked. All right, boys. Yeah, good talk. Good stuff. Catch us next week. Yeah. See you soon. See you.
they climb higher and they should climb up our imagination contemplation hesitating on exploitation my mind we should find in time our minds they will shine with the longest shine you can put the time on minds don't be these purple elephants a twisted intelligence extension on tolerance Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me and my imagination. My imagination Close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me In my imagination I'm contemplating Hesitating On exploitation My mind, 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 mind